Welcome to the Startup Business Q&A podcast with Richard Moore. Business Q&A episode 201. Thank you very much, everyone, for joining in here. Uh, shout out for everyone who's watching the replay uh, and welcome. We are live on Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn. Uh, it's 201, which means we're kicking off with the new one, the new 100. And I was just thinking before this, wow, the next time I hit 100 milestone will be in like two years and we hit 300. So some time to go yet uh, with that one. Uh, a bit, little bit of housekeeping while I'm setting up here. So, look, this has been this has been a bit of a brief one this week. There's been quite a few people who are um, asking questions already. But the topic is building communities online. So, if you want to ask any questions about building communities, we can absolutely answer those. Put them into the comments. Set it up. I've set up with a new system this week. So, new mics, new different type of camera, uh, a new way of streaming as well. Now that StreamYard will do commenting from LinkedIn and from Facebook, I'm going to try and combine the two and let's see how we do. So uh, I'm just going to sort out some uh, basics in here as well. Now, if you're watching right now, make sure you pop in the um, in the comments if you're watching live. So hashtag team live or hashtag team replay. Also put in the comments where you're watching from as well. Uh, we'll be coming to something really important in a few moments, which is information on tomorrow's live seminar. This is a closed seminar. A couple of people seem to think I was doing it uh, on a live stream just publicly. It's a closed seminar uh, called Leveraging LinkedIn. They'll be getting into uh, in a moment. So you want to listen to that in a few minutes. Let us know where you're watching from, though. So what city you're watching in. And uh, great to see everyone piling in from Instagram here and some likes and loves already on Facebook and, and LinkedIn. Give us a thumbs up if you can hear loud and clear, please. New microphones <laughs> mean, of course, I need to hear from you. Not if you can actually hear what the hell I'm talking about. That would be useful uh, just to make sure it's all coming through, no problem. So uh, last few things and uh, we'll be ready to kick off. If you have a question, like I say, if you're joining in right now, if you have a question specifically on building communities, do jump in with that today. I will be um, answering as many as I can, but it'll be slightly briefer session today because it is madness this week with back-to-back uh, -back sessions. Shout out to uh, the Design and Art College in Valencia, who is having hosting me on Thursday. I'm going to start my lecturing with them uh, for their master's program. Really pumped about that. And tomorrow is the Leveraging LinkedIn seminar. So. There's, uh, if you're on Facebook or on LinkedIn right now, you can see in the first comment, there'll be the link, or you just go to therichardmore.com forward slash um, uh, link, leveraging LinkedIn, and you'll be able to see the, uh, the seminar right there. So it's really important uh, to, to get a bit of information. Sorry, it's LinkedIn webinar rather. So Richard, therichardmore.com forward slash LinkedIn webinar. It's really important to get, be really clear about what this webinar is all about. Um, two years ago, I launched uh, the tremendously successful, I'm pleased to say, um, uh, Basics of LinkedIn course. So that course is available on Udemy and also on my website. Uh, hundreds and hundreds of people have downloaded and used it uh, in the last uh, few months even because LinkedIn is becoming more and more relevant. And what I do think is that um, whilst the course is totally relevant still, I would absolutely stand by everything said in it in terms of the basics. Um, two years on, there are some slight tweaks here and there and the latest information on the ground we need to know about 
uh, it, it needs to be front and center so you have it. So the point of tomorrow's seminar will be going into the fine detail. So literally, what is it that I type in a comment when I'm connecting with someone? Like, is in, in the connection note. What is it I write in the DMs to convert someone from connection to consulting call? How do I actually decide if I will connect with someone or not, for example? Uh, other things will be, uh, what is the posting process for me? So what are the actual things I do? One of the parts of the seminar tomorrow will be on um, th this idea of the posting moment. So all the little, little checklist points I, I do there. So if you in any way feel that the work I do on LinkedIn is in any way impressive, then you should be checking out this seminar. Anyone who's done the basic to LinkedIn course as well, this will absolutely sit atop of it. This is the more advanced uh, frontline hacks. So it'd be really important to check that out if you are keen in leveraging LinkedIn in any way. So like I say, on Facebook and LinkedIn right now, you can go to the link on the comments and check that out to grab a seat. It's a closed seminar. More on that in a moment. Let's get into the first question. Like I say, today we're talking about building community. So if you have any, any questions on that, let me know. If not, give us a thumbs up if you can hear loud and clear. Let's just check out who's watching. So right now, being a messenger, hi Richard, team live. Uh, from Wales, Roger Leggard, what, uh, Roger Leggard's watching on Instagram, sorry, on LinkedIn, even from Salisbury, UK, Alphonsus Bar is watching from Manila, uh, David Moore is watching as well, Sanya Ristic, might, nice to see you here from Switzerland as well, it's Team uh, Live, hashtag Team Live's team is uh, Steve Sullivan, over in, this, in the US, David Moore, nice to see you, more to more, he said, from Doha in Qatar, uh, Emmanuel Barco, nice to see you here, watching from London, Valentina Guzinova, uh, Nadine Langlois from Gatineau in uh, Canada as well, and uh, Achille Gapaselli on in LinkedIn, Satya Mahapratra on LinkedIn, and Wendy Guhilla live from Tennessee. I'll be catching up with you a bit later on as well. Nice to speak to you uh, uh, this evening. So uh, first question comes to Adam Pecoraro, 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 yes, specifically he says, for a LinkedIn or Facebook group, what should you do to increase engagement at a time like this, when people are getting back to their normal lives and aren't as involved? I'm finding that across the platforms, that people aren't as involved. It's difficult because more people are involved in the platforms that maybe weren't as involved because they have to be, and less people are involved because they're starting to go back to work. So there's a lot of interesting balance. I don't think it's entirely balanced though. So it's interesting to see how this is working. Um, it's the basic thing. If you are work, running a Facebook group or a LinkedIn group, and I've run groups for five years now, uh, which is a decent amount of time on LinkedIn, on Facebook to know how they can change. I ran a, a LinkedIn group many years ago before that as well. Um, and one thing that stands out is that if you want an audience to show up, you have to do something for them every single day. Never, this is one of the cardinal rules, in fact, never, ever, ever on a group online, presume for a moment that your audience will just show up every day and engage in the group. It just doesn't work like that. You have to be the, like the MC that ties it all together. You have to stimulate conversation every day. That is your job without question. And every single day I have to, sh I need to, and I want to show up for that group to deliver something new, to get people talking about something, whether or not it's dropping in, uh, you know, information about their business, finding out uh, what they do so people can connect with one another, or it might be that I'm doing a giveaway, whatever it might be, it's really crucial to start those conversations each day. But there's an additional technique as well, Adam, I'd suggest, something I've done in my Facebook group is 
and I've done this with a team in the past, is whenever you're trying to get people to engage and to really stimulate it, nothing beats every day reaching out to a few members of the group. Like I, I think we did, uh, we did a period where we did for a while, every person on the admin team and I, every day would reach out to three people in the group just to say, hey, uh, just remind them when they're in the group, uh, ask them how they're doing and get get back on the radar with them. And basically the manual winding up and warming up of those people is a really great idea. Three a day, if you run the group on your own, is nothing. And you might be thinking, what's the point? I'm not really getting far. But three a day is 90 a month. Okay, and 90 a month means that more people are sticking. And of course, the more engagement the group's getting, the more it gets you know, the information that you're posting and there is engagement is propagated amongst the other members. So it's important to remember that often you can't miss when you go back to basics and manually engage with the individuals. And that's work. And actually, everyone knows this 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 rule will work. But the truth is you won't improve that group's engagement unless you go that far. So you can have flashy posts. You can say wonderful things. But Unless you go and engage one-on-one -on -one with that audience, you're not going to kickstart enough. It does not make enough of an, of an effect by just having great, great content. So spend the majority of the time one-on-one -on -one with, uh, with the individuals there. That's my answer to that one. I have a great, great question to kick us off. Dot Long, lovely to see you here. Love you too. Thank you very much. Uh, Sharon Tellard, good to see you here as well on Instagram. Tom Gibbon, Gibbons underscore... Uh, jo uh, joined as well, and I see you here. The Diamond Butterfly, Stephanus Honorus, UD908, Tanya Monlitz, my man James Apire is on here as well. Great to see you here. Thank you very much, those of you watching on Instagram. Let's see what's going on on Facebook and LinkedIn. Like I say, new tech today. Okay, StreamYard finally does commenting from LinkedIn. So I'm running it all through the same thing to help with bandwidth somewhat. Jennifer Henderson's watching from New York Team Live. Gina Vizram as well. Uh, tried PCB from London, first live of yours and catching. Thank you so much, Gina, for joining in. Amazing. Those of you who uh, were with me uh, on Paul Brunson's amazing uh, webinar on persuasion a few weeks ago uh, will know the hashtag tried PCB. And uh, it's a bit of an in, not an in joke, but an in thing that we did then. So thank you very much. I recognize you. Uh, Crystal Hunter, team live from the DMV. Uh, be, uh, being a messenger, still here, Team Live, that's good, uh, and so many more of you. Let's get into the questions uh, uh, on, on online, um, building online communities, if you have them. So ask them into the comments directly. But before I do that, I'm going to speak directly about the, uh, the importance of tomorrow's seminar. Tomorrow's seminar is at 7 a.m. Pacific or West Coast time, which is 10 a.m. Eastern time, which is 3 p.m. UK time, or not long, I think you're watching your app, Tel Aviv, so that's 5 p.m. where you are. So that seminar called Leveraging LinkedIn takes the basics to the next level. So if you ever wondered what the very top people are doing, so the tiny little nuances, all those little hacks and tips they're using, that's specifically what this is about. I don't know about you, and I, in fact, Give me a thumbs up on whatever platform you're watching. Give me a thumbs up if this is something that annoys you. Have you ever been on a webinar where it's A, pre-recorded and or B, has someone at the start giving like a 10 to 20 minute sob story, like the background about them and their rags to riches and how they, they've been like a rock bottom and came up to, to be where they are right now just to try and position themselves as aspirational and or C, end up giving you just a little nugget of information, then end the webinar with some upsell to try and basically sell you, just leveraging this webinar completely. 
Give us a heart or a thumbs up or something if you've ever experienced that and how irritating it is. Because you just want to show up and get the information. And the worst part about the pre-recorded ones is you can't just skip through all the fluff and get to the meat. So you can sense I'm, because I don't want to get too ranty, but you can sense that kind of thing really irritates me. So I'm not doing that tomorrow. The session tomorrow is pure, unadulterated detail and useful tips. So we will start the webinar, like I say, at 10 a.m. Eastern, which is 3 p.m. here in the UK. We will start it and it'll be about an hour of me going through all the tips. So literally, what do I write when I connect with people? How do I decide if I connect with people? How do I post literally the detail on what I'm doing when I'm posting and the things I must do immediately afterwards for the, for the hour after that? How do I pivot people as in the actual words I write? How do I pivot people from just a friend or a connection? We all have plenty of those into a consulting call. So moving from friend zone or connection zone to potential lead and client. What do I actually write? No fluff. No upsell, literally just details. So that will be the session tomorrow at 3 p.m. It is a closed webinar. It's called Leveraging LinkedIn. After that, will be a half an hour or so for a Q&A as well. If you want to get into it, you need to grab a seat. If you go to Facebook or LinkedIn right now on this very post in the first line of the comments, you can see uh, the link and it will have a link to my website where you can grab it. So on therichardmore.com. Uh, it's therichardmore.com forward slash LinkedIn webinar. Grab your seat and we'll go through that tomorrow. I can't wait for it. I'll be looking forward to seeing you all. If you've done my Basics of LinkedIn course, the one that's done very well on Udemy up until recently, and then suddenly someone gave me a couple of really irritating re reviews, but that's life. Uh, it was actually the highest rated uh, LinkedIn Basics course on the whole of Udemy. Uh, and it's been around for a couple of years. So the basics course, if you've done that, it's absolutely still applicable to you. Uh, hopefully that's something you'd be interested in doing. Jump in and grab your ticket. And to answer the question that's been on a lot of people's lips, yes, I will be recording it. I think the majority of the people like last time when I did last year, the majority of people will actually be, uh, they want to buy a ticket and can't make it. They say, can we buy a ticket and get the recording? 100%. I'm doing a recording and you'll be able to listen to it afterwards. So no problem at all. Next question. Say for Kaya, because this is a Q&A after all. It's not just me promoing my webinars. Okay, so Say for Kaya from, uh, from Germany has asked, how do you decide where you take the line between going niche and going broad when building a community? My thoughts are, he says, more niche equals more perceived expertise. You're correct. As in, you're correct because you're focusing on that particular one thing. It's easy to give a more consistent, high-frequency uh, signal on that one topic. But, he says, probably less potential people in the community equals therefore harder to build up the community. This is a crucial point. Numbers aren't everything. You probably don't need a huge community what do you really need a community for? To start with, for your business, it's important to build a something of a community because that helps warm potential clients. You may choose to be doing something bigger than that, to be doing good, to maybe create some kind of a movement. I totally get that. And that will mean, of course, that you're interested in creating a, a large group of, of people who, who follow you. Um, but without question, it makes a lot of sense to stay super niche to begin with. But remember this, your connection building shouldn't just be those who may buy your stuff, as in those who are hyper-focused on your particular niche as potential clients. It should also be people who possibly are interested in the space and maybe aren't so interested in the niche. 
And those people who maybe aren't so interested in niche, who are completely overlooked by many, are still relevant if they are influencers and super connectors. A super connector is someone who is has a big network and loves to connect other people. Or an influencer is the kind of person who is um, uh, they're like they're like someone who who has an, a large network, typically, or a network that is exceedingly active, at least. So uh, active, engaged followers. They are very important people to connect to as well because they may never buy your stuff. They may not maybe nothing to do with what you do, but they help your distribution. So, for instance, if Bill Gates engages with my, with my content, he's not going to buy my stuff and he's not going to be necessarily interested in what I talk about. So what would be the point? This is a hypothetical. But what would be the point in engaging with him? Well, as an extreme example, just to prove the point, of someone who's very, very uh, got a highly engaged, large audience within his audience will reside people who are going to be very interested in the niche within which I focus. So I need the bigger people and the act, the ones with active followers, to engage with me. Linked and, and Bill Gates being an extreme example to prove the point that if I had someone like him, then my content will get distributed very widely when he engages with it. Uh, to his network, and it may be a small portion of them who want to buy into my niche, but I'm further validated by the fact that Bill Gates has been the conduit to them. So, um, you know, you're not necessarily all going to be uh, joining, uh, connect with Link with Bill Gates and make a great connection with them. But it goes without saying that if you're connected to some powerful people and those who have influence or those who are able to um, uh, or have a, a strong network that, that you, you know, you, that you can leverage, they will help you a lot in the distribution of your content and the distribution or, or building of your community. But remember this as well, uh, Safer, how many people do you really need in your community? A community is simply a bunch of people who are following you. Effectiveness is what matters, not the size of the community. Uh, over five years, I've been running uh, my Facebook group online and it's four and a half thousand people. That's it. It could be, I could easily have made it 100,000 because I could have gamed everything. I could have rammed lots of people in, but I'm interested in getting the right people in there. So organic, methodical, and um, sometimes taking the longer route of just getting the right people in the group is the best way to do it because I want it to be effective. I don't just want a big group because I'm not here for vanity. I'm here for to actually get something from that group, which is meaningful discussions. Okay, so I hope that helps us a very very good question okay so make sure your distribute your distribution uh, is is a consideration in those you're you're connected to as well but yeah you do stay tight with your niche um because you don't the more generalist you are the more you're a bit of a eh, whatever or a lukewarm kind of uh, uh leader if you like or, or leading light to those who are following you the more niche you are the more you are not so interested for the masses but super interested for that one per particular person um, for instance, there's uh, like a really good example of this is um, there's a guy on YouTube. I'm just going to show how geek I am, geeky I am. There's a guy on YouTube who specifically um, only makes videos about the speedrunning community as this is doing games super fast. The speedrunning community uh, against like four or five different games like Doom or whatever. And that's so niche. 
But the people who follow him, this guy Carl Jobs out of uh, Australia, I think the people who follow him, like he'll post a video and within moments, almost all of his audience are watching because they are so bought into that one niche. And he gets huge amount of engagement because they only interest in that kind of thing. So, you know, we are in a world now where people can choose anything they want to watch and consume. So you need to be nice and niche because it really draws them in. Don't think too much about the numbers. It really doesn't matter. Engagement is really what counts. Uh, thumbs up if that makes sense. Hope that, hope that does to those of you watching. Uh, just having a look at the comments coming through. Uh, that's good. Can't post comments to any of your current destinations. Great. So I don't know what's going on there. Hope it's all making sense. You're hearing me loud and clear on uh, Facebook and LinkedIn. It looks like you do no problem. Good. Uh, Beano Messenger has just asked about the LinkedIn, uh, leveraging LinkedIn seminar tomorrow. Will there be a recording? Yes, there will. I think you may be asked that before I actually said uh, and uh, let's get into LinkedIn see if there's any comments over there uh, to see how you guys are performing here interesting thanks for sharing says Milton Michelle Letty Wooten great to see you here also try PCB uh, good morning Richard uh, from you Crystal Hunter can you target audience can your target audience be several different types of people they can as I've just described uh, you should, if I think about the kind of people I connect with, for instance, on LinkedIn, there are a number of people there. So the first set are those that may hire me. So those who, who specifically could hire me, as in they have control on the, of a budget and they're relevant to my space. The second group very close to them is those who would influence those who could hire me or, or pay for my services. Then I'm interested in those who are generally in the space. So if I talk about sales a lot, for instance, then I'm interested in people who are like CEOs and managing directors who could hire me to coach sales to their teams. I'm interested also in the sales directors who influence those decisions as well. But I'm interested in the sales people because there are more of them. I speak to them through the content and help them out and they help elevate me up so many times. I've had, I've, I've had uh, inbound business opportunities come from sales reps uh, uh, to begin with. So, so the person who's reached out to me has said, our sales team's been watching your content or something like that. So it's really important to, to, to remember that part. But beyond that, what I'm also saying here, um, uh, Crystal, is that you should be looking to those who have active networks. This is one of the most important parts about leveraging um, uh, people with, with more active, larger networks to raise your profile. Um, if you're hyper relevant to a niche, great, but you also need some people who are not necessarily in the niche, but definitely are uh, those with an active network because the moment they engage with your content, that will give it a big old boost. Um, I've, I've had some people who have well over a couple of million followers on LinkedIn who engaged in my content and that sent it soaring. And as a result, of course, I've, I've, I've shown up on the uh, news feeds of some of their um, uh, uh, followers as well. And that's that's been valuable for some of their followers are, of course, those who may buy my services. So it's important just to get not just to get distribution, but also to leverage other people's networks in that way. So I hope that helps. Good question. Um, next, uh, also Frida Isingoma, beyond irritating an hour you can't get back. I don't know what you're talking about there. Uh, well, something's very irritating, obviously. Um, David Moore, how about asking who hasn't, I'm, I don't know what you're talking about there. <laughs> Someone's obviously got a problem with missing an hour or something. Okay, fine. Uh, maybe it's because if there's no recording, uh, absolutely. If those of you who can't make the seminar tomorrow, you could, there will be a recording if that's what you're talking about. And I'll happily uh, uh, I'll be sharing that with those who grab the course. 
Uh, let's ask one more, answer one more question. If you have a question on building communities, do jump jump one in here uh, in the comments, and then I will um, I will do a mess to answer it. We're going to have a slightly shorter session today uh, because of mad workload. But you're listening to Startup Business Q and A. This is episode two hundred and one. Thank you for watching. Two hundred and one means we are seven short of four years. So thank you very much, everyone who's supporting and making this happen. Daniel Nunes, my man from Phoenix, has said. I was asked, what's the CEL approach? Oh, sorry, wrong question. We asked something else. What processes, that's what it was, what processes do you utilize to filter through the community and prevent hacks, spammers, and those who wish to undermine your work? They usually, spammers and hackers, and, and I had one last night, for instance. I had someone who posted on, on my, uh, posted a comment on my content last night um, telling me to, I think he said, um, all of your content is poor and no one ever engages in it. Um, either it was basically saying either say nothing or wait until you can say something clever. So this guy was just trolling me and obviously he's the one with the problem. And I, I'd like to, to suggest that maybe he's wrong. And I, I get the feeling that the content's all right. And people do seem to think it's all right. Cause they, they do engage. So I, 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 I respectfully disagree with him. Um, but the point is that there's someone who's, dis who's one of two types of people who have a problem with you. The two types of people who have a problem with you will either be lurkers and say nothing, and they will just simply watch you but have a problem. And then those who are a little bit more militant who actually step forward and write a comment, well, if they write a comment, you know, just ignore them, block them, and that's the end of it. So I just got rid of the guy and that was that. And uh, because I just don't need that kind of thing in my life. So just get rid of him and that's the end of it. And so that the process I've got is, is that if they show themselves, I deal with them in such a way as I've described. If they don't show themselves, well, I don't know if they're there or not. That's the thing. And those who may join my group, if we look specifically at groups, so for instance, my Facebook group, I make sure that I have a point of entry that is a little bit of a test. So I have three questions in order to get into my Facebook group. You can't just join the group. You have to answer three questions. It is stunning. When you look, when you, if you search for it, if you're not in it already, by the way, if you go to Facebook and just search Entrepreneur Business Group, you'll see it there. It is stunning the number of people who go to the group and want to join and don't bother filling out the, the answers to three super simple questions. Literally like, what does your business do? How did you find us? And what do you want to get out of the group? Like, it's crazy. If you can't be bothered to answer those three simple questions, then you're probably not going to bother applying yourself in the group, in which case we don't want you. And, and I'm speaking for the audience of the group there, in which, in which case they just get a flat decline. So if they put, you know, yes, 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 or dot, 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 or just don't bother taking it seriously, I just don't take them seriously. And that's the end of that. If someone spams, well, the truth is when you, when you join into the group, and this is a good idea, I think, for everyone, I think it's reasonable, although it's ob fairly obvious for many through common sense that there's a, a level of etiquette in groups, I think that it's reasonable for you to be really clear about it. So I have a set of really reasonable common sense based rules in the group. Uh, but I also have a welcome video, which is pinned to the top. And when they join, they watch the welcome video, which is a couple of minutes of me saying, thanks for coming. Here's how the group works. And uh, it's great. Like hundreds of people have jumped in and commented on that and thanked them and thanked me for the, for the building the group. And also, you know, they've welcomed they've said welcome to everyone and everyone's saying welcome back and part of the video as well is is like you know obvious for obvious reasons if you spam or hack we will bin you off and so 
when someone and it happens all the time because any groups this happens people join groups for the sake of it so they can spam them if they jump in and spam literally straight away we just delete the post and kick them out of the group and that's that and it's the end of it and i just think um one strike and you're out and it's just an easy way to do it because once the spammer off and always the spammer i really want someone who's going to care and be interested in the group so i have these kind of things in place and i suppose what i'm really saying is if they show themselves well then we'll do something about it. But if they don't, there's very little you can do. And I think there's a longer play as well that you should consider. The more engaged and loyal your group and following is, okay, which, which is based on what you deserve because it's based on your input into that group or community, the more loyal uh, they are to you and more engaged they are, the more they will support you. And there have been plenty of times over the years where, where I've you know, seen a message pop over from someone who is in that circle, in that group, who uh, is brought in, who's like, I've just been seeing these posts about this. Uh, you should maybe check it out. And people show up for you. You know, people have your back if you deserve it. And that's why it pays to not be an idiot. It pays to be like a really decent person and give as much as you can, like give, you know, show up every day, stimulate conversations, really give them as much as you can, because then they show up for you when when you might need it and and they are ears on the ground you know and it's far better rather than you waiting to see if there's an issue anywhere to hear it from the people who are actually in the group and and i think that's a really good signifier of success in a group or a community when people are showing up for you supporting you talking about you uh, and it works both ways not just when there's a negative but when there's a positive moment they show up for you as well you see so for instance if, if people are talking about a particular theme for instance sales then but for someone to decide to tag me as an example of that, um, it's a display of, of some sense of loyalty and, and buy into what I'm doing. So I really believe that that's worth thinking about. Uh, you really get out what you put in in that respect. So uh, let's finish up there. Uh, thank you so much, everyone who's been watching today. Uh, I really appreciate it. A wonderful quote there on LinkedIn from Lithia Wooten. When people show you who they are, believe them the first time says Maya Angelou you're quite right and it sounds a bit cynical of course people can change but in the main if someone joins your group and spams straight away that then less likely to be noble and change their ways completely in the future leave them alone bin them off and try you know there's plenty of other people who are really going to be engaged and uh and people should get it to start with unless they have a, a, an agenda which is a bit more selfish to be honest um, thank you so much for joining in, everyone. Make sure you are jump, jumping in for the Leveraging LinkedIn seminar tomorrow at 7 a.m. Pacific time. That's 10 a.m. Eastern and 3 p.m. here in the UK. Uh, we'll be kicking off. It's going to be a Zoom-based webinar, so you will need to grab a seat. If you go to therichardmore.com forward slash LinkedIn webinar, or, of course, you can go to the product section under, under there. It says Leveraging LinkedIn webinar and if you're on facebook or here on linkedin you can also grab it uh, the link in the first comment uh, i wanted to make sure everyone can access this so it's just 50 dollars to access the thing and uh we'll be doing a q a as well as hyper detail on what i am actually focused on so thank you so much everyone for watching on instagram i will finish there thank you also for watching on facebook and on linkedin and have a wonderful week i'll see you really soon